Your best life is more rewarding when you become a member of Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can earn MyPlus rewards points for everyday purchases and banking activities. You even earn 3,000 MyPlus rewards points when you open your membership with Affinity Plus. MyPlus Rewards offers the potential to rack up major points and even bigger rewards. Use your points on vacation getaways, discounted rates on Affinity Plus car loans, gift cards from popular stores and restaurants, and cash back. Or pay those points forward with charitable donations. You've got a lot of great choices with Affinity Plus and MyPlus Rewards. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more about your MyPlus Rewards earning power. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we are going to visit with our friends from Wild and Free. We have Jim Lease on the line with us and Becky Miller, both volunteers. Jim also is the... Uh, in charge of <laughs> photography and publishing the uh, website. So, folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Thank you so much for having us. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, Becky, maybe we'll start with you, if you will. Uh, uh, springtime seems to always be a, a spring into summer, if you will, <laughs> always a busy time for wild and free. Absolutely. Um, just a very brief thing for folks who might not know, Wild and Free Animal Rehab Organization based out of Garrison Animal Hospital, and we take care of um, injured animals and try to rehabilitate them and get them back to the wild, and boy, has it been a busy spring. No. Um, some of what's added to that is the fact of with the whole COVID um, virus, we were not able to have some of the volunteers come to help us until very recently. So the vet staff, Dr. Katie Barato, Dr. Debbie Escadal, and the staff at Garrison Animal Hospital were hugely busy along yeah. with the volunteers when they could start. And I'm going to give you just a little rundown on what we have for current residents. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here's the lineup. <laughs> yes. Um, seven wood ducks, one merganser, four swans. These are cygnets. Wow. One mallard, 16 raccoons. One red fox, nine bear cubs, what? one screech owl, um, five coyotes, six greenhorned oh. owls, three barred owls, one magpie, and a drum roll, 24 fawns. 24 fawns. Oh, yeah. so man. The, the, yeah, the thing about um, fawns is that I know a lot of times people run across a fawn that is lying down. They think the mama has abandoned the fawn and that they should rescue it and get it over to wild and free. And often what has happened is the mama fawn, or mama deer, is out um, gathering food for the day to make the necessary milk that she needs for the fawn or fawns and has left her fawn alone nearby but we'll come back to it later. And that can be hours worth. Mm -hmm. so what we recommend is if you're not sure if you're running across a fawn that needs assistance, please, before you take that fawn from the location, call Garrison Animal Hospital. There is after our phone number that you can call also mm -hmm. because fawns do so much better when they are given the doe's milk versus what Wild and Free can do for them. Yes. Right. So, and I know. You can always make that call. Go ahead. And I know. I know. Penny has always talked about. You know, if you see the deer 
like you said, call. But if it is bleeding or, you know, making the crying sounds and or you know that something has happened to the mother, um, that is a time that you can bring them in. But otherwise, just leave them alone. Call the animal hospital and uh, they'll guide you through that. We've talked about this before and um, I know it has helped a little bit, but that's I can't believe you have that many there right now. That's incredible. Yes, and it's it's um, yeah, a big expense for the organization oh, because yes. we always need um, is black to help as black as black as <laughs> <is> black <laughs> have the most trouble saying that. Which is, of course, one of the things that we can use as a donation right now. You can purchase that locally or through our. Um, Amazon wish list. Esbelac is a milk replacer that's got all the necessary nutrition for the fawn. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So we need we need a lot of that. Um, but again, there's there's nothing that really replaces the doe's natural milk. So, of course. Uh, if people can you know, make the call, make the you know see the location where the fawn is, check back periodically, make sure everything is going okay for that little one. But really leave it alone unless you know that there is true distress. Mm-hmm. You know, the other th- I, I was just going to say, let's get just back to the total numbers that Jeez. you are taking care of now. Holy You've got your cow. own zoo. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? And, <laughs> and, of course, we do not have the facility to have people view these things. So I think that's sometimes harder for people to mm-hmm. understand the focus of Wild and Free. Even if we had the facility we still would not allow uh, viewing. Uh, DNR yeah. doesn't, want, doesn't let us do that because we don't want these animals becoming accustomed to people. Right, and right. I know we talk about that with the bear cubs a lot, you know. Right. And how many did you say, nine bear cubs? Yes, and I guess what now Jeez. is I just heard an update that some of them have now been um, taken care of by the DNR. Okay. So, you know, we had some that were overwintered, would have normally been taken this spring. Mm-hmm. Then because of COVID, the DNR had their own restrictions on when they could be together to handle this. And so, yes, lots of little bear cubs. And as um, we've seen in the paper, they're often ending up in... Um, in People's yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in local yeah. areas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, all right. So quite a menagerie of critters there, which uh, uh, makes it even more important for those donations and volunteers to step forward, isn't it? Absolutely. So some of the things that we um, need for the bears and some of the other critters right now is produce. We are going through produce like crazy. So we need melons, any kind, berries, any kind, apples, peaches. Um, People can always get in touch with the Garrison Animal Hospital before they make the drive out to make sure that we can take what they have to offer. But the phone number there is 320-692-4180. And those types of things, we really need to feed um, the critters. We have a melon stand locally that um, provides um, leftover produce to us. But you can imagine with that many critters, we are really going through the food. I can just, I'm just, I'm blown away. I don't remember hearing that many in the facility at one point. That's insane. Oh, Oh, I know. And the thing about it is to have the whole COVID thing going on at the same time. So we have a, a brand new staff member. And so, um, okay, so Alex is new. Um, she's our wildlife program coordinator, and mm-hmm. she has a, a bachelor's degree in animal ecology. And boy, has she hit the ground running this year. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Between the, just 
the huge volume of critters, the lack of being able to have volunteers to come in and help, and so it's been uh, a challenging, busy year, and the folks there have really stepped up. Um, it's been amazing. Mary Roach, I don't know if you've met her or not. But yes, we have. Yeah, she's been really a treasure for a while and free. She's been handling everything. So getting Alex on board was really a help for Mary Roach. She's actually going to have time to take a breath now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it comes to volunteers, you guys, what is the situation now? Do you need more volunteers? Can people step up to help? Yes. Um, so, again, I would um, recommend that you can um, call to the Garrison Animal Hospital. They can get you directly to the person. What they have done this year is there's been a lot of individualized um, training in okay. the past. There's been a group session, but we will continue to need volunteers. And we have volunteers in a variety of uh, spaces, I guess. One of the things would be animal feeding, animal transporting, um, selling of um, raffle tickets, uh, getting raffle donations. I mean, there are um, folding the newsletters. As with all organizations, there's lots of places that need to have uh, many hands, Mm -hmm. and they don't all require people to be in close contact with critters if that's not something people want to do. And on the other hand, there is the training to make sure that a person is able to um, handle what is involved in caring for the animals at Wild and Free. Just to give you an idea about how important volunteers are, uh, Wild and Free newsletter, which we put out quarterly, uh, it has to be folded and little taped or little sticky things put on so it doesn't fall apart, Mm -hmm. and address labels put on it. And this year, this time, we've got, 500 people, 500 members wow. of Wild and Free that will be getting this newsletter. Okay, the newsletter has just been printed. Now it has to be folded and stamped and address labeled on it. And in the past, we've been able to get enough volunteers. We get one of the rooms at the library, and then we get six or seven people, sometimes mm-hmm. eight or nine. And it doesn't take more than an hour and a half, two hours to do those. This time it's going to be a little tougher. It looks like it might be just Becky and I doing the folding and addressing and stamping. So it could take a day or two. That could bring you together. (laughs) There you go. Project for at home. Right. (laughs) Speaking of the membership, um, just so folks know, you can become a member at Wild and Free by going to our webpage, and that is at wildandfree.org. And it's all spelled out. All one word, yep. There is a membership form. It's $20 for an individual, 30 for a family, 50 for a business. And so it's a very affordable um, membership. Mm-hmm. Um, we really rely on those dues to help with all the projects that are going on with Wild and Free. One of our projects right now that's, that's moving along but has slowed down considerably, uh, we are building a flight pen. One of the things that happens when you get a big bird that has to be rehabilitated is sometimes they forget how to fly mm-hmm. or their their muscles have have gotten a little weak, so they have to practice before we can throw them up in the air and watch them fly away. So what we what Dr. Deb wanted to do was a flight pen. Uh, in the in the past, we had a space behind the Garrison Animal Hospital, which wasn't very big, and but it was a uh, um, mode area where we could take the birds out and, and throw them up and see whether they can fly or not. Mm-hmm. That's changing. Dr. Deb was instrumental in getting us a flight pen built. And a flight pen that we're building is a, a large building. And it will be big enough that we can fly the birds inside without having to worry about them getting lost in a tree or 
you know, things like that, making sure that they are ready to be released. And it's uh, it's quite an uh, quite an undertaking, it really is. But it's moving along nicely. Uh, the outside structure has been completed, the main part of the building, and right now we're working on the inside. Uh, unfortunately, the construction work has slowed down. Yeah. We're having some trouble getting the materials needed because of the of the COVID-19 thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the inside walls are going up, and it's taking shape pretty good. Uh, Svoboda Construction has been really flexible in working with us. That's we nice. appreciate what they've done for us. It's looking really good. Uh, we stopped by and looked at it a couple of weeks ago, and they were just pl- pouring the floor. Oh, wow. They're doing a really good job. Exciting. How big is that building, Becky? Oh, I'm sorry. 80 feet long. Wow, okay. Okay, I was going to say, if people want to see pictures of that um, building, for those um, folks who want to go on our Facebook page, um, they've been doing an excellent job at Wild and Free of getting um, posts up on a very regular basis, showing you what animals are there, what's happening with the building, what releases have been taking place, and it's a a great way to kind of follow along and, and see how the season is going at wild and free. Excellent. And yeah. Hey, you guys. Um, uh, when you were talking before, you mentioned a raffle ticket. Let's yeah. <laughs> wait yeah. a minute. Let's go back to that because uh, every nonprofit usually has fundraisers and things going on. This has been a very difficult year uh, for that with the pandemic. So, uh, what's going on with the raffle tickets? Okay. Well, usually we do the raffle in um, Garrison as part of the Garrison Play Days. Well, Garrison Play Days is canceled this year, but we are still going to have our raffle. The tickets are $1. Um, The drawing is going to be on Sunday, July 19th at the Garrison VFW, and you do not need to be present to win. You can purchase those tickets um, either at stopping at the Garrison Animal Hospital or you can also call the Garrison Animal Hospital, and with a credit card, they will sell you some over the telephone. Oh, nice. And if you see me wandering down the street, hold on to your pocketbook, because <laughs> I'm going to see how many I can possibly sell you. Just, just as a point of interest, <laughs> Becky has sold more raffle tickets this year than the rest of the volunteers combined. Wow. Wow. Go get them, Becky. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of, kind of sorry that we couldn't be in the studio with you, because I'm... You? I'm pretty sure I could have sold some to you guys, but you know, next year. You um, are correct. Grand prize, <laughs> yes. grand prize is $500 in cash, nice. and there's lots of other wonderful great um, prizes um, that go along with that. We've had some great donations from local businesses, and if there's any um, business or individual that's listening that would like to make um, a donation of a prize, um, for us, that would be great, too. We are still taking prizes at this time. And so for $1, you can make a difference um, for a critter, or if you want to spend a bit more than that, you can make a difference for a bunch of critters. <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. I just went to your Facebook page, and i got to say, I want that little gray fox kit. That little oh feller is so cute. Yes. I just um, popped on this morning, and that's the first time I saw that. Oh, like that. Oh, I tell you, there's a lot of uh, a lot of cuteness there. <laughs> there's a whole lot of cuteness. I highly recommend getting on and liking your page because it's entertainment. The building looks amazing. Pictures of the bears yeah. or the raccoons, it's all there. That's really neat. Yes, and they usually have uh, you know pretty up-to-date information on what gets released. Um, there was a few days back where four of the swan cygnets, um, and those are the, the baby swans, mm-hmm. were released with two different adult families. And so mm-hmm. um, often 
with the right type of, I'll say, loons, um, ducks, swans, if you find a brood that's out and you have a similar sized um, duckling or swan to, to be released, you can kind of slip them into that family and the swans or the mm. loons don't necessarily say, hey, I only had one when we started out and now I've got two. They're bad at math. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we have done that in the past, Becky and I. Have, uh, we had a a loon baby that got lost on the way to the lake a couple of years ago. Oh, wow. And one of the neighbors mentioned it, so I went down and picked it up, and we brought it out to our place mm-hmm. and reunited it with the mother, father, and the other baby loon. Wow. Uh, and, and they're quite open to taking others as long as they're the same size as what they've already got. Isn't that something? Yeah. Fascinating. That's kind of amazing. <clears throat> When we were talking about volunteers before, to give you an idea of the kind of group of dedicated folks that we've had, you know, it's just been very recent and that um, it was open for um, individuals to come in to start um, volunteering. We've had over 1,200 hours uh, from our volunteers wow. so far this year. And we consider that baby season doesn't start until just about the same time when COVID really um, started. That's really remarkable. Yeah, yeah. I know on that website, too, you always have a wish list. And uh, is it still possible to adopt one of these critters before they're sent back to the wild? Quote, unquote, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess we need to be specific on that. You, you don't get to take a bear home with you. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> and maybe you don't want to. I think some of them show up on their own. Um, but, yes, you can adopt an animal, and this form is also on our webpage. It's um, $100 to adopt an animal. And the really cool thing about it is sometimes you have either somebody in your family that's difficult to buy for, um, or they're a real animal lover, or both of those things. And so what happens is you get an 8 by 10 picture of the animal that you have chosen um, to adopt. And on times when it's possible, when that release occurs, if it's possible for the person to be at the site when the release happens, that can occur too. Neat. So there's usually a the little backstory on how did this um, critter come in the first place? What's the uh, what's the story that goes along with it? If, when we were talking about the fawns earlier, I know that one of the fawns was kind of a little miracle fawn. Um, the person hit the doe with their car. Mm-hmm. The fawn was delivered. And that fawn obviously needed wild and freeze assistance. Wow. Doing remarkable. So that would be a great story for somebody to be able to um, to have the backstory, have the picture. And I'm sure as, as you look at the um, wild and free Facebook page, you will see many darling fawns. Yeah. All right. <laughs> One of the other things about adopting a critter is you can adopt it for someone. Uh, last year... One of our neighbors adopted an eagle, and they adopted it for Becky. So Becky got a picture of the eagle also, and when it was time to release the eagle, Dr. Deb offered Becky the opportunity to release it. But Becky, being a smart girl like she is, said, I'd rather not handle that bird. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But we did did participate in the release, and I got some nice pictures of the bird and Becky. That's That's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Again, uh, we should remind folks, please start at wildandfree.org, all one word. And uh, also check out the Facebook page. There are many needs. Buy a raffle ticket. Look out for Becky because you'll be buying a whole bunch. And uh, please support Wild and Free. 
uh, with so many animals, and uh, the need is really there. Yeah. And folks, yes, thank th- you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for being here today to talk about Wild and Free. Well, and if you have any questions after we finish with this, the phone number to the Garrison Animal Hospital is 320-692-4180. Perfect. Good deal. Becky, Jim, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Take care. All right. Thank you. Becky Miller and Jim Lees, volunteers. Jim also does the photography and handles the webpage for Wild and Free. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also pick us up through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.